go ahead and say your name and your favorite order at In-N-Out. All right, uh, my name's Chris Romero. Uh, some of my friends know me as Chino, and my go-to In-N-Out order has to be Double Double. Um, if you guys don't know about whole grilled onions, whole grilled onions is the way to go. What do you mean whole grilled? Oh, so the entire like yeah. So you know rings? how like yeah, usually like the raw onions come like you know the the full ring. You just throw that joint on the grill for a little bit. If you like onions like me, I get raw onions and uh, whole grilled onions. But uh, yeah, for sure double double for sure for sure animal style fries. Mm-hmm. Extra spread, extra grilled, maybe some chopped chilies on that joint. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm your host, Adventure, and we got a great episode for you today. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Chris. Uh, my name is Chris Romero. Uh, Where are you from? Uh, I will say Torrance. I went to school in Torrance most of my life. Uh, grew up in Gardena, uh, Carson a little bit. Um, but yeah, mostly just Torrance. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. thanks for stopping by, blessing us with me, your bro. presence, right? Hell yeah. We're going to have a good one today. For sure. What you been doing for work lately? Oh, man. Uh, I, uh, I'm i a barber. Right now I'm working in San Pedro, not too far from here. So Okay. Um, Where yeah. in San Pedro? Like closer to the Long Beach side or over uh, like, no, by I'm, PV? Yeah, kind of, I'm off uh, um, 15th and Gaffey, so kind of like right smack in the middle of Pedro. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I've been out there for about six months now. Um, it's, it's been pretty cool. I've been uh, helping out my cousin run his barbershop. Oh, cool. What's the name of the barbershop? It's called 110. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, been there. Uh, my pops actually works with us, too, so it's cool. It's a little family-run business. Oh, so you guys are all you guys all cut hair. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty chill. Um, yeah, I kind of bounced around a little bit. Uh, I've been cutting hair in, like, Inglewood, uh, Wilmington a little bit, Redondo Beach. But, um, yeah, I'm finally starting to feel like a little bit of, like, settlement in, in San Pedro, so it's been good. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, people are always going to need somebody to cut hair, right? Yeah, for sure. So. It's, it's for sure a uh, a business that's never going to go out of style, you know? Uh-huh. It's something that's not going to be taken over by these AIs and shit like that. Yeah, you know? that would be crazy, though. What if? Like, what, <laughs> or, hey, what if it was, like a, like, a custom pair of clippers that you could somehow just put on there, or, like, a helmet that would yeah. just fade you up? That will be the fucking day, man. Hey, but here's the thing, though, is with AI is you could invent something like that. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. What if it was a hat that cut your hair or yep, something? Something, you know. Mm, but interesting idea. That's yeah. a billion-dollar idea right <laughs> there. Sure, Keep that sure. one in your back pocket, all right? <laughs> yeah. You can have that one. I just need 1% or whatever you got, <laughs> I got you, right? I got you. So that's cool, man. Yeah, I want to hear about, like, where you're from. I believe Koo recommended you, right? Yeah, is yeah. That, so, yeah, we had him on. Great episode. And he was just like, hey, got to get my guy Chris on and just catch up, see what he's been yeah. doing. I was listening to a little bit of that episode, and it was it was a uh, it was cool. Like I said, I, I was a little nervous coming on here because it was my first podcast, and but I listened to Coos, I listened to Maul's episode, I listened to a, a little bit of Austin's as well. Yeah, I was like, oh, this seems chill, bro. You know, like yeah, and like I I I get like new clients coming into the shop every day too, so I'm like, bro, I do this like every day. So that's have, kind of the thing too. Is like as a barber, do you how often do you really listen to the like the gossip or the bullshit? Oh man, that's like, you're honestly a therapist. Like yeah. you're a therapist more than like anybody else's. Give me a quick second, real quick. Let me grab my phone and then we'll yeah, keep yeah. going. No worries. All right, we're back. Yeah, we were talking about how you got to listen to everybody's daily problems and issues and yeah. yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun for sure, you know? Like, I never know what kind of problems or what someone wants to, you know, chat about whenever they come sit in my chair. So it's, it's for sure, like, probably 
the most interesting part of, you know, the job I do. Uh, you know, because, you know, like I said, you never know when someone's either going through, you know, hard times or, you know, I've had guys sit in my chair and they just want like a $20,000 scratcher and, you know, like. That's crazy. So, and know, it's still in their pocket or what? <laughs> Hell yeah, you know. And, but, uh, you know, it's cool. Uh, I've heard a lot of stories about like people going through like their hard times and shit like that. So it means a lot for them to like come sit in my chair and feel comfortable enough to to tell me about these like certain things, which is, uh, you know, like it's pretty interesting, you know. Yeah. You know, every, everyone goes through their own shit. And uh, I feel like it's sometimes hard for us to realize that, you know, like. How do you explain this? Yeah, you like, take like, your time. Yeah, yeah. We, all, we all go through like our own shit, you know, and it feels like the world's against us, you know, but we never know what the next person's going through. So it's cool to like keep that open mind. But, uh, you know, it's fun. It, it keeps my job interesting, you know? Yeah, I do that a lot when, let's say somebody like is being rude to me or maybe they're being real short or something like that. I'm always just like, hey, maybe they're having a bad day. Like, yeah, I don't sure. I don't judge you based off of you cussing me out in line or something like that. Or, you mm -hmm. know, hey, you're just upset because maybe you're trying to hurry up and go pick your kids up or something yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm kind of just like, hey, I get it. Like, don't put your hands on me. But, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to get all, like, hot and worked up over something like that. But, yeah, that's really cool. I used to go to the barbershop a lot before COVID, mm -hmm. and then I would say that's one of my favorite things that now I do for myself, because I cut my own hair, okay, so yeah. I have that little, like, you know, the trifold, mm -hmm. like, barber thing, and oh, yeah. yeah, just basic, like, wall clippers, but I need to upgrade my uh, clippers, so that's why I want to ask, like, what are some of the top-end stuff, because I just have, like, the basic, and I get, I get all right with it, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't really... Hey, the tool doesn't make the man, the man makes the tool, <laughs> yeah, right? So sure. when I first started, I was fucking my head up. But uh -huh. after like, you know, the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth haircut, and yeah, now it's been a few it years. Yeah, you, I'm basic at fading and stuff like that. So for yeah, my yeah, own yeah. head, you know. Let's get the job what you, done. What do you, you like to use? Uh, shit, in this day and age, there's like so many new clippers coming out now. But um, some of the clippers that I would recommend are... Uh, some of the like first clippers I started using, which are still like, you know, great. There's like a lot of wireless clippers now, but um, yeah. I, I What's the like, difference between wire and wireless? Just length of use, or uh, is it like power? Yeah, the power in like the the clippers with the wire, they for sure like they never die out. They never like you don't feel your clipper getting tired. Um, I I I personally use wireless um, just because I have like multiple sets of clippers at this point. But uh, yeah, they just start to lose power after. After a little while of use, you know, it'll probably last you like three or four haircuts before you have to like charge them up again. But yeah, I would I would probably stick with like maybe just some like basic Andis clippers or uh, even like wall wall like five star uh, clippers are pretty good. But um, yeah, for someone like you, I think to keep like a consistent cut, I would say stick with like clippers that are wired. I just feel like they, they perform the best, you know? Yeah. And for me, it's almost, I didn't realize this until I tried it. Like I had to start cutting my own hair. It's so therapeutic like, yeah. to cut hair, even if it's just on my own stuff. Like it's that I take an hour, you know, if I, if I got time, I'll be like, hey, let me just take an hour to just fade myself up real quick, put yeah. a podcast on some music and just like kind of hang out. And yeah, for sure. I definitely got the bug to where I was like, I really could do this like all day <laughs> if I just line them up all day and just, yep. you know, make it. And it's crazy because like low key like it is a talent it's shading it's fading like it really is 
but like men in particular, they're so scared to like cut their own hair just because it's your image. It's your main, like if you yeah. fuck somebody's haircut up, their, their whole self-esteem is mm -hmm. going down. So it's like, for sure. I didn't realize how, like once I took the power and started doing it myself and got good, I was like, oh yeah, I'd never like have to worry about that thing of having a bad, even if somebody fucks my head up, I can always just be like, oh, wait a week and then I can fix it myself. Mm -hmm. So it's just like kind <laughs> of a weight getting lifted off, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool when you can cut hair. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, like, you know, people are always dealing with different shit when they come sit in my chair. And so when they get out of my chair, when I hand them that mirror, spin them in the chair and show them their cut. And when, you know, I get that little like crack of a smile or like, oh, dang, you got me right. Or like, oh, where are we at tonight? You know, it makes me feel great. You know, it's, it's like, you know, that self-esteem boost is, is dope. Yeah, yeah. No, that's <clears throat> crazy. And also, too, the whole thing of like, you can't cheat on your barber, right? <laughs> That's one of those things where, hey, you, hey, you're kind of like a drug dealer if you think about it, because you, 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 you. Once you get them, they're sticky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't want to take that chance and get into the chair over or go into a different shop because yep. you got to rebuild that entire relationship. And it's something so simple. But I don't think I don't think there's anything that's as simple as like cutting hair, but means so much. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, within society, yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's super cool. Enough about cutting air, man. You been like watching anything, any shows or any Ooh, games or man. sports lately? Uh, well, sports is always like my number one. I, I love sports, man. What's uh, your favorite sport? Dang. Uh, to watch, I would probably say football. Okay. Um, I grew up playing baseball in my life, so I, 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 I do watch baseball, um, but I do understand how, you know, most people probably couldn't sit through a whole baseball game and, and watch. You know, it's a lot to understand. It's, it's a slower game. Um, Who's your team? Uh, baseball, I'm a Yankee fan. And then for the NFL, I'm a Denver Bronco fan, unfortunately. Oh, you've yeah. been with the Broncos for a while? like? Yes. Uh, my dad grew up in the 80s, and so a lot of his favorite players uh, were playing for the Broncos at that time. So I kind of just took after the teams that he liked. That's kind of weird, too, if you think about it, because you have this pressure to have this loyalty <laughs> to like your team that you were like born into just because yeah. your dad was with them. And then if you switch to another team that's hot, you're like chastised for it but your dad was just going after the hottest team two three decades <laughs> yep, exactly. ago so it's like it's just kind of funny how they're like oh yeah don't bandwagon these guys but stay with the same team that we bandwagon yeah. forever ago but yeah i've been with the rams since they came back to la okay. and you know i there fuck with them and uh I think I was with the Niners for a lot as a kid too but another good team baseball I could just never get into man mm -hmm. it was just it's too slow. I love track, though. Anything track and field related, that's okay. my shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, sports are the best, man. A little bit of pole vaulting here and there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, that's dope. Hannah was really good at pole vault. Oh, yeah? So, so yeah, she joins us later. That's oh, where yeah. we met, actually, was on a pole vault runway. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. That's crazy, man. I remember in high school, I used to like always have like a certain appreciation for those track athletes, especially like shot put and... like. Uh, what is it? Oh, the javelin throw, mm -hmm. that, uh, and then pull Discus, ball, you know? hammer, yep. all that. Yeah, it's all crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. That's cool, man. You in a relationship right now? Or? Yeah, man. I've uh, I've been with my girl for three years now, coming up on four years. Okay. You guys got any kids or anything? Or? Uh, nah. Yeah, okay. No kids, no yeah. kids. Hey, yeah. congrats. <laughs> I know, good. man. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, three years. So you guys pretty much got to stick together now, you know? Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's a lot of ups and downs, but you know. At this point of our relationship, you know, I feel like it's best to, uh, you know, work through certain things. Yeah. Um, especially when you like, when you're with someone for a certain amount of time and you really watch 
each other grow, you know, it's, it's, it's something special, you know? Yeah. Something that you want to hold on to for sure. I was just talking to Hannah about that too, because it's, we've been together five or six years now Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things to where I didn't really realize I switched my mindset, dude, six months ago to where (laughs) it's like, it really is work. Like not trying to be like too negative or anything like that but it is every relationship is work like they say that but you're not you never think about that like as a young man you're just like oh whatever like that and that but no you have to fucking work at everything the positives the negatives you have to schedule shit you have to you know check in double check triple check and like things like that are just so you know some things are annoying but like like with me and hannah right now she's trying to uh increase her fitness right so she Mm. wants to get bulked up get jacked right and i was like hey that's no problem I've been lifting weights for fucking since I came out, you know, like that's not an issue. <laughs> we can get you right, especially like a girl's body. You know, we can get you right. You just want legs and a butt. Let's go do that. Right. <laughs> and then just like staying consistent. Right. And just things like that to where I think one of my biggest qualities is discipline. So that's yeah. something that, hey, I'm not saying I'm the most talented guy out there. I'm not saying I'm the smartest or whatever, but I guarantee you I will work the hardest that I can work. I'll give it everything. I'll put it all out on the line, right? That's mm-hmm. my best quality. That's what I would uh, take me for if I found myself, right? Yeah. Hannah, opposite man, <laughs> like, <laughs> just she'll wake up in the morning. I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's fucking five, six o'clock in the morning. Everybody's yeah. tired. You got to get up and go to work though, right? And, mm-hmm. No, let's sleep. Like the little voice in her head <laughs> yeah. is so cute to where I'm just like, it's work. Like I want to scream. I want to yell because that's how I was brought up, right? That's probably how you were brought up of yeah. like, hey, get your ass the fuck up and get out, right? And <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. I, I'm about to say that. I think it and I'm like, uh, this argument, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's not, that's not the right thing to say, but you don't have the right thing to say. So it's almost like a, what do you do? Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. just being in a relationship with a lady, it's, you learn so much, right? Yeah, for sure. It teaches but, you a lot about yourself as well. You know? Yeah. Like what are some of the biggest things you think you've learned? Oh man. <clears throat> Communication for sure. You know, I, I think in like prior relationships, uh, I had a hard time like expressing the way I felt about certain things or maybe I just wouldn't bring up uh, like certain problems I would have. And so I think being with my girl for like this amount of time now, it it showed me that, uh, you know, communication goes a long way, bro. You know, just like, you know, whatever it is, if you're upset or if you're sad about something or if like they're doing something that you don't really like, you know, or if it's like bad habits that you want them to kick, you know, it's just all about communication, talking it through and uh, yeah, kind of just like toning down, you know, the aggressiveness and kind of like molding that into, you know, just something different. Yeah. I heard this quote by uh, Dax Shepard. He's Kristen Bell's wife, you know, the lady from Frozen. Okay. And he said, Basically, expectations are resentments waiting to happen. And I'm kind of on board with that. Mm -hmm. I'm still kind of working that through my mind. But like, that's exactly what you're saying, it seems like, is, hey, when you expect something to happen and you don't let anybody know, right? And then it doesn't happen. And then you get pissed off. It's kind (laughs) of like fucking your fault at the end of the day, right? So that shit's crazy, man. But like, what have been some of your favorite things you've been doing lately? Oh, man. Lately, uh, it's just been a lot of work, you know. It's the last few months of the year. I feel like it's a good time to, you know, stack up some money. Oh, holidays, a lot of of haircuts. Yeah, definitely. Um, Because people are traveling and stuff, so they want to get it in before. Exactly. You know, we got Thanksgiving, Christmas coming up, so 
Um, yeah, just staying busy in the shop, man. It's about to be stressful season soon. Got to do all the Christmas shopping and all that shit, but... Hey, you know what I want to know? <clears throat> How do you work the chair, man? What do you mean? <laughs> so you sit down in the chair, right? Is mm -hmm. there two levers? Is there three levers? So how do you make it go up? Uh, and so my chair has a little lever on the bottom that um, helps you go up and down. And then there's a level lever on the right. That's where I can like recline uh -huh. people back, you know, for like lineups or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. There's and a then, lot of different chairs now, but... And then it just spins on its own, though, right? Yeah, it just spins on its own. Okay, I got you. Yeah. yeah man. You ever had anybody, like, go back way too hard or anything like that? You ever had any crazy... <laughs> like, you've had to fuck somebody's head up a few times, right? Oh, yeah, right? for sure, man. What uh, do you do when that happens? Man, there was, there was one time in in the Inglewood in my first barbershop. There was this kid, big afro. Probably, like... I was probably 17, 18 at the time. And uh, this kid was probably, like, 13 or 14. And I'm over here shaping up his afro, and I start to notice that this guy's like, you know, his head's nodding off, you know, he's starting to fall asleep. Oh, he's falling asleep in the chair. Yeah, as I'm like shaping his afro, you know, trying to make it look like, you know, perfect. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, you know, you got to stay up. You know, I don't want to mess up your hair. And so uh, I'm just shaping it and shaping it, and finally his head just like slams down, just knocks all the way out. And uh, <laughs> I left a pretty pretty decent ball spot right in the middle of his afro. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is the first time I like really like really messed up, you know, like because you know when I, when you're first starting out, you know, like your face probably don't look the best, or you know, there, there's some things here and there, but that was like there's no going back. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. Um, I tried to not tell him at first, and then uh, I showed him. I showed him the back, and he was. It looked like he was going to cry, man. And I was like, man, I feel oh, so bad. But I, at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't my fault. You know, I tried telling him to wake up. But, yeah, yeah, man, I felt bad. His dad came through, and I explained the situation. And luckily, his his dad was, you know, reasonable. He, you know, he told his son, you know, this is what, you know, this is what I told you. You got to sit still, blah, blah, blah. But He learned his lesson, though. Yeah, I learned his lesson. Never came back, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, but probably never fell asleep in the yeah, chair again. for sure, too. for sure, for sure. But, um. Have yeah, you ever was... had any where it was your fault? Um, like you ever for... sneeze or something <laughs> like that? Uh, starting out, um, I don't think I did anything like too like you know blatantly like horrible. But uh, you know, like I said, I probably thought I was giving out like the best phase or whatever at such a young age. But you know, I look back now, like I keep all of my old posts up just as a reminder of like you know this is where I started and you know just like the beginning of the journey type of thing. You know? Yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, nothing too bad, man. Uh, yeah, nothing crazy. So when you fade, this is like a personal question. Do you start from the bottom and work your way up, or do you work your way from the top down, or do you mix it? How do you usually do it? Uh, so usually, um, you just eye it out, or how do you do it? Yeah, it depends on like the hair texture, but uh, for the most part, I will. I guess you could say start from the top. Um, I would just like debulk the whole area, so cut everything down to where it's like a little easier to manage a fade. But um, from there, I'll start from the bottom and work up, and then once I get to the top, I'll work back down and like you know just detail um, stuff like that. I'm what, that. What, what do you like to do? When I just do the uh, I don't have the technical terms, but what is mm -hmm. just like a I think just a high fade, okay. and then I have like a open seven on the top because gotcha. that's where like my curl curls perfectly okay, yeah, yeah. with the way Perfect my length. head is yeah. Yeah, yeah and then i'll just start like at the bottom or i'll deep what'd you call it debunk it or de yeah debulk it yeah. debulk it <laughs> yeah yeah kind of around the what is it like you know the not the skull area mm -hmm. like the area and then i'll just start you know 
working my way up and there then use the shaver shave it all up and then just try to make it as pretty as i can uh, and you said you started cutting your hair during covid yeah a lot of people did that man yeah and a, a lot, lot of people, people. didn't though too <laughs> yeah for so sure. that was the thing was uh, like it wasn't that i didn't like going to the barber shop it was just i didn't like making that time like i didn't want to be dependent on mm-hmm. like hey man are you available on wednesday no i gotta go thursday and you know what i mean yeah. i can just do it now on my own time but mm-hmm. that's kind of how my personality is with everything like if i got a podcast i'm gonna go start that bitch you know what yeah. i mean like if i got a, a business idea i want to go do that right like i don't want to wait around for stuff i want to just start moving on it immediately and see like fail a few times and then like i can't tell you how many fucking microphones and mixers <laughs> we had to go through to get like the perfect setup yeah. for us but yeah like that's how it is i wanted to know how was like did you go to barber school and all that yeah and, i went to barber school uh how long does that take <clears throat> uh more or less like a year um it's 1500 hours of school 1500 hours yeah bro you um, could get a pilot's license for yeah, less no, than man. that it's that's crazy. you can become a cop faster than that you know yeah it's pretty fucking sick but uh yeah i went to school there's a pro barber college in north torrance um i went there after my first semester of, of college i went to elko um and then i played ball a little bit at uh compton college and then uh that was kind of when I realized, like, school really wasn't for me. It, yeah. it really never was. You know, I, I kept good enough grades to be able to play sports throughout school and stuff. But, um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, after my first semester, uh, that was when I really started um, being in the barbershop, you know, making, you know, real money, you know, not, you know, just some little, like, bullshit cash. But, uh, yeah, man, school was cool. Um, got through it faster than I expected. Um by the time I started school, I kind of knew how to, like, manage a fade at least, you know, more than most of the students over there, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was cool. It wasn't really so much school. It was more, like, uh, I guess, like, showing other students, you know, the, just the basics of, of the fade and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Where are you staying at now? Uh, I stay in Carson. Okay. Yeah, I stay in Carson now. You guys got a little spot up there or what? Uh, yeah, I stay with some family over there. Okay, um, that's good. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's like a a nice big transition when you're able to get out and get your own spot mm-hmm. finally. And just is this like, your first spot? This is my third. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. So it was funny. Straight out of high school, you know how people usually leave home. My my parents bought a house in Vegas and dipped. Like oh, yeah? right before in 2019, right before COVID, oh, they wow. bought a nice house out there and it just like went through the roof. So they got real lucky with hell that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I started off with some shitty roommates or whatever and, you know, like a rinky-dink apartment. <laughs> and then Hannah's parents moved back to Europe. So okay. we linked up and got another kind of crappier spot over in Long <laughs> Beach. And then I was slaving away at this jet ski job for like a year, saved up enough money, and then we finally got into this spot. Nice. I started the job I'm in now, so we're all good. So, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, you go to Vegas often with your parents or? Yeah, we were just out there, I think two weekends ago for the rodeo. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love Vegas. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a good time out there, man. Yeah. It's honestly, if I wasn't supposed, I have to be by 
the coast. It doesn't matter. Okay. I can go anywhere in this world. I just have to be by water because I'm so much more motivated. I'm a different human being. I, mm -hmm. I think like some people say like, oh my God, I love being in their environment or whatever. But like, no, I have to. Like if you put me in Utah, I'm the laziest <laughs> fucking guy. Like, like why the fuck are we here? Yeah. Why are there people? I don't give a fuck about mountains, this and that. Yeah. But if you put me by a big body of water, there's something about like how tiny we are and how mm -hmm. big it is over yeah, there that I'm like, all right, well, we got to get to work. We got to do something. <laughs> so, yeah. but Vegas is the only, I do love the desert too. So mm -hmm. I could see ourselves probably getting something out there sometime, oh, yeah. you know, down the road, but I love Vegas. Yeah. Too much to do out there. You, know? you like to gamble out there or not really? I'm not the biggest gambler. My mm -hmm. dad is. He, oh, yeah. He'll play craps for hours, man. <laughs> but I think I'm too cheap right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't want to be throwing money away. Yeah. And, it's not um, a bad thing either, you know? Yeah, definitely. And also, it's just like, like I've, I'm there with him playing craps and stuff. Dude, I got to learn the rules. Like, I got, I feel yeah. like I got to practice more and really For get sure. into it. Cause Especially, yeah, craps is like, there's there's so much to that game. But mm -hmm. uh, What's your favorite game at the casino? <sighs> uh, like, I'm all right at blackjack. I'm okay. all right. Like, I understand some of the card games, but yeah. just like... Slot machines don't really do it. Hannah loves them. She's like addicted. She'll just keep hitting it, hitting. It. I get bored. I'm like, all right, yeah. cool, whatever. Yeah, those, that was never my steez either. But uh, I'm a big poker player for sure. Oh, cool. Um, poker's a little slow game. When I'm out there in Vegas, uh, roulette is cool. I, I love craps. Craps is probably my favorite game. But uh, yeah, um, usually just poker. You know, it's a it's a game where like I guess your money's like in more of your control. You know, rather than you know just Throwing it around, you know? Yeah. It's a slower game. It's a little more sophisticated, for sure, but... uh, I like yeah. that, sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Hey, do you see yourself, like, staying in SoCal long-term? Man, you know, it's crazy. I actually thought about buying my first property out in Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, you know, how much I love Vegas. Um, I do need to do a little more research on, like, real estate and, like, um, how much value, like, a property would hold out there and stuff like that, but... uh. I don't know, man. It's it's hard, you know, especially growing up in Torrance. Like, you have everything around you, you know? Like, yeah. South Bay is, like... Perfect. It's it, Yeah, it's dope, man. It's, uh... We have everything near us. We have the water. We can, you know, drive up to the snow. Got the desert, too, you know? But, um... I don't know, man. What do you think? You think you'd stay out here? Uh, I'll set up a home base. <clears throat> if I'm leaving SoCal, I'm leaving the United States. So, really? yeah... I think the way I've seen it and like as we've started to travel more, I've become more like, because we grew up in this bubble, right? Kind of mm -hmm. like USA, USA. And I still fucking love America. We're the shit at a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, hell yeah. I'd say 90%. We're blowing everybody <laughs> out the water. But that other 10%, you know, like having it slow down a little bit, right? Keeping it easy, recovering, right? Like there's not a lot of spots in America to where I really feel like I can just like kind of take your hat off mm -hmm. and sit there. But I could see us going somewhere a little more tropical and just okay. hanging out there for a while. Uh, Hannah's definitely probably going to want a property or two in Sweden at some point. So that's always a good spot. Is All that the... where her family's from? Or Yeah, that's where okay. she's from. Yeah. Okay, dope. Yeah, so they moved over here in like 2016. So yeah. um, I met her, you know, shortly after that. But yeah, we're going back in end of December. So for oh, the yeah. holidays. And cool, cool. It's a cool spot, man. What's like, been one of your favorite countries to travel to? I really liked Costa Rica a lot. 
because it was like free. Like you could oh, tell yeah. like motherfuckers were living in shacks and <laughs> shit and like everything Damn. was so cheap and like you could just see rich people were just buying lots and like building whatever. It's like the wild, wild west out there uh-huh. right now. I like that a lot. Um, and then I also just really liked, honestly, Scandinavia, like where she's okay. from, is a really cool spot. Like I'd oh. consider spending an extended period of time there because everything is so clean and nice and like nobody fucks with you at all. Oh, so yeah. you just like do whatever you want to do. And then like as long as you clean up after yourself, like nobody <laughs> cares. But that's cool. Yeah, it's a good spot. Like big learning curve being with somebody who like isn't from America because people do things differently. Like cultures are so different everywhere you go, right? Mm-hmm. I really want to go explore like Asia though too. Yeah, like, it would yeah. be really cool to go down to like the, some of the South Islands there and mm-hmm. just um, check things out like Thailand or. Yeah, know. I heard Thailand's beautiful, man. I heard it's really cheap out there too. Yeah, that'd be dope. Like yeah. that'll probably be. I think we're either gonna go to Thailand or Australia in 2024. Okay, that's cool. like maybe the big goal yeah. we want to throw out there. But what about you, like? What would be, where would you go right now if you could go anywhere in the world? Man, anywhere in the world? Oh, that's tough. Are you like a heat guy? So you're good in the desert? Like you're talking about Vegas? Or are you like uh, a cold guy? Man. I think personally I like being cold. You know, I like, you know, just being like growing up over here, you know, I, I love uh, all the winter fits that we can pop out with, you know? Yeah. But uh, dang, man, I've really been wanting to go to uh, Japan. I heard Japan's really nice. I heard it's like really clean out there. People are really nice. Um, planning on going to Puerto Rico at the beginning of next year. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, I have a client that uh, kind of built a relationship with over the past year and um, it's, it's crazy, man. He's uh, straight from Puerto Rico, thick accent, talks super fast, super hard to understand, but yeah, he said it's it's real nice out there. He said I can get you know a good bang for my buck if I want to go spend some money on a vacation. So yeah, that sounds fun. Um, where else, man? Hmm. Oh, you know, I've also wanted to go to um, uh, London. I heard London's really nice. Ooh, I've yeah. only been to the airport in London. Oh, but really? That'd be cool. I bet you would like London. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds it sounds cool. How are you like? Do you prefer people or do you prefer like the geography? Because wherever I go somewhere, dude, it has to be like a dope. Like I'll live anywhere based solely off of like, like it could be the most racist town ever. But I'll be like, <laughs> bro, but that beach is nice. I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care who they are as yeah. long as they don't mess with me. I'm not messing with them. Um, man, I think I'm really big on just like vibes. You know, I got you. I, I, I could say you know I'm, I'm a people person, so I think. You know, be, just being around good energy, good vibes, I feel like I'll, I'll enjoy myself. But, you know, I've been to places like, you know, like you were talking about Utah earlier. I went to Zion last year with some family. We spent a week out there. It was nice? Yeah, it was nice, man. Not like, not too many people were out there at the time we went, you know. And it's, it's not a lot to do, you know, just like mountains and shit like that. But just being out there, you know, and just like enjoying, you know, the scenery and, you know, just being with family, you know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. It was fun. That's what's up. What's your background? Uh, where where are your, your parents from? Uh, my mom, she is uh, white and Vietnamese. Okay. Uh, she grew up in in Carson as well. Uh, my dad is Mexican. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, his parent, my grandparents are from, my grandma's from New Mexico, and then my grandfather is from TJ. Okay. Um, yeah, it's crazy. My mom... Uh, so her dad, he grew up in I want to say like the OC area. I could be wrong. I I know he, his uh, my great grandfather was a military dad, so they were always bouncing around. But um, how many siblings you got? Oh, I have uh, a my brother's about to be eighteen. 
And then my sister is 14. Okay, cool. Yeah, so three of you guys then. You're the oldest. Yeah. That's nice. Was it, did he graduate this year or last year? Uh, he is going to graduate this semester. I think he's graduating a, a semester early, actually. So. Oh, you can do that? Yeah, so he um, has been homeschooled since oh, COVID gotcha. pretty much. And so, uh, yeah, he actually just surprised us. He told my mom, uh, I guess accidentally, he was like waiting to surprise us because I guess he's supposed to finish like right after his birthday. Uh-huh. And, uh, his birthday's in December, but uh, yeah, he was super excited. I guess it kind of slipped, and uh, yeah, he'll be graduating early. And then my sister, she's about to start um, high school in Orange County. So okay, that should be a a good time for her. I know she's been wa- waiting to go back to school. She misses all of her friends and shit like that. So yeah, no, that's super cool. You big family guy. You guys, yeah, get to for hang sure, out a lot? man, for sure. Uh, I fucking love my family. You know, my parents are pretty young too. You know, so how old were you when they? How old were, well, we know how old you were when you were born, but how old were they when you were born? Uh, man, my mom was, my mom was 16 and pregnant, had me at 17. And, oh, uh, yeah. You know, my dad was 18 when he had me, so uh, growing up, I was always, like, pretty close-knit with them, and especially now, like, when I got to, like, 18, 19, 20, um, you know, started, you know, just spending more time with them, like, going out with them a little more, you know, having a few drinks with them, so it was always cool, you know, my my all of my friends, they, like, always get a trip out of, like, how often, like, I, I can hang out with my parents. Like, just on Friday, I was with Koo, and we were at Dave & Buster's, like, taking shots, playing games and stuff, and my family pulls up. Yeah. And his girl is like, it's like his family's, like, that chill. Like, they don't care about, you know, whatever. And, you know, it, it's cool, like, having, you know, young parents that, you know, are almost like friends, you know? Yeah. My parents were 22 when they had me. Oh, yeah? So, like, towards the end of their college years. And mm-hmm. it is funny seeing like that you're an adult now and they're not that old either like they're yeah, not because some people's parents are in their like 60s and bro. stuff and they're like like you're old all right but <laughs> my parents are still like no you guys are young i got a lot yeah, of life bro. ahead of you still and it's pretty cool i'm really proud of them because you know they were same same with your parents just struggling to pay the rent for the majority of your childhood right and then yeah, they hit a certain level now like my parents are in their mid 40s now they're hitting that you know high income earning years of their mm-hmm. career and like now they're buying houses in like montana and vegas and like just up and traveling and doing stuff like that and yeah. it's pretty it's kind of <clears> like <throat> damn where was that when i was like living with you and they're <laughs> like well we were fucking too young now like stuff is fun so it's super cool to be able to see that are yeah. you similar to your parents at all uh yeah i would say uh man (laughs) i look a lot like my mom for sure but i feel like i act a lot more like my dad that's hilarious i'm the same way yeah but uh yeah man i take my hat off to them you know because i I can't even imagine what it was like you know raising me at such like raising me through high school you know like man you know i'm 24 now and like i'm i'm not thinking about having a baby right now yeah but yeah it's crazy man i don't know how they did it do you want a big family or a little family? Oh man, uh, I don't think I want like fucking ten kids. You know, mm-hmm. I I do. I I would love some kids. You know, and I I feel like, you know, regardless, whenever I do have kids, they'll be born into a big family. You know, a lot of cousins. Oh yeah. You know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What about you? I would say 
If I could have 10, I would tomorrow. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. I think, I, dude, oh, the only reason I work so hard is just because, like, I want to be a dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, really. And the thing is, is, it's a very competitive environment here in SoCal. Sure. So, like, it's not like we didn't see this growing up. Like, you go down to Hermosa Beach and, like, they have the prices listed on the fucking house. It's not, like, yeah. some sort of secret or anything. <laughs> so, you know, I saw that doing that and I was like, oh, fuck, man. We got to get to work. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Sure. Like, if this is the stuff that you want man you gotta it's not just gonna wake up one day and happen right so that was kind of one of the big things that i was saying was like yeah i want to be able to have the option to like i don't want money to be a factor and mm. like whether should we have three four five you know what i mean like yeah. just start popping them out do your thing yep. right so <laughs> that's how we're going we'll at least get hannah out of college first yeah. and then you know when you see yourself having you know your first kid if I could plan it out, man, what is it, 2023, probably 2027 would okay. be a good time. I think I'll have everything off the ground nice. by there and then, like, rolling smoothly. Oh, so yeah. uh, I'd like that. But, I mean, if it happens earlier, hey, it's cool. Like, yeah. I'm, I feel prepared. That's For what sure. I'm trying to say. Is oh, like, yeah. I feel that's really good. good. And I love, like, that's all I want to do, man. Like, I don't want to go party. I don't want to hang mm-hmm. out. Like, I just want fucking seven little ones and like i want a bunch of boys that are just throwing shit and breaking everything and (laughs) you know having a good time so that's what we're about but yeah it's kind of weird though i was talking to hannah because she comes from a family of four and it's just me and my sister so it's like two the more kids you have are you even able to give those like if you have six kids are you really able to build a good relationship with all six of those motherfuckers versus if you have two that's that's kind of one of the things that because there's only so much time right like for sure i guess you have to be intentional with what you're doing Mm -hmm. but dude like six kids is a lot right and people have them you know people that are like oh yeah i have five siblings i'm like (laughs) god damn like do you even know your mom's name like how do you do that so that's kind of the only downside that i see what do you think um i think that uh well so my auntie i think she has let me see one two three. my auntie has i think i think she has six herself you know and i feel like when i whenever i go go over to her house like their ages are from i think her oldest is she's my she's gonna be 25 next week or this week actually oh cool um and then yeah her youngest is i think like seven or eight and uh, i feel like they all each like have their own little like connection to their mom you know their own little relationship that you know it like you know i i guess like the relationship that she has with her older oldest daughter is obviously not going to be the same as her youngest son you know but it's going to be like their own little like thing you know yeah. so i feel like i feel like you know it, it's it's pretty easy to uh I, well, I i don't know about easy you know i don't have kids but i think it's it's possible for them to have like their own like equal amount of love you know shown one way or another yeah. you know yeah, I mean, I just haven't seen it. I, I'm not yeah. saying it can't happen, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. that'll be dope. So. Nah, I feel you. Yeah, I think one of the cool parts, what I want to hear your perspective on, like as a barber, as a professional barber, they're like every time I walk into a barber shop, it's barbers are weird as fuck. Like, there's just the weirdest <laughs> group of people. You're never going to walk into another like business mm-hmm. and have just the, a weirder band of people that's yeah. like, this guy's out of jail. This guy's <laughs> like, you know, sure. uh, looks like a trucker. This guy looks like an accountant. And yeah. then like this guy, that's the owner. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's like, what, 
like barbers are such journeymen. Do you see yourself kind of branching off into different things down the road? Or do you maybe want to open up your own shop? Like, do you even think about kind of stuff like that right yeah, now? Yeah, for sure. I think it, it for sure is going to get to a point to where, you know, I, I want to be done cutting. And uh, I just want to let a business run, you know, on its own, you know? Mm. You know, I don't know if I want to get into, like, clothing or apparel more or if I just... You're a big want... fashion guy? Yeah, for sure, you cool. know? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about that. But, yeah. Just you want to like open up a business and do your thing? Yeah, for sure. You know, or I don't know if I wanted to be in the, you know, like a chain necessarily or if, you know, I want to do like a private studio where, you know, I can charge more for like certain services. Um, you know, there's a lot to this game now, especially like this day and age. You know, everybody wants to be a barber. Um, but yeah, I, know, I think that's just like, you know, I, I guess figuring it, figuring it all out is like part of the journey, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, what would you say are some of your biggest, like, barriers to sort of, like, when you make that leap? What are some of the things that are in the way? Is it, like, is it capital? Is it time? Is it, like, connections? Um, you... I, yeah, I think I think most of it is connections, you know? Uh, sorry, what was the question again? What, what... Like, what do you got to do to get to there? Um... Like, what do you think your route is right now? I think right now it's uh, figuring out, like, the location. Uh, you know, I, I, I've been, this is, like, my sixth barbershop in, like, probably, like, what, seven years? Mm. And so I feel like finding the right location is, is probably the biggest thing, you know? That's kind of what I'm starting to notice because I've, I've worked in a lot of different places now, Um you know, like downtown LA, Redondo Beach, Inglewood. So, you know, I've seen like the highs of like DTLA and like how much money people like to spend. And, you know, in Inglewood, I was charging like $18 for a haircut, you know. So I see like the highs and lows, but I think, you know, just finding that middle ground of like, you know, location and, you know, the the people that, you know, don't mind paying for a certain service, you know. Okay, so as far as location it what matters is like the demographic that lives in that location so sure. somebody will pay a hundred dollars in this place but somebody will pay 18 dollars in this place is that exactly. kind of how it works and then does like foot traffic play a role into like <clears throat> or you already have your clients that kind of just come in and you fill it up that way yeah i think foot traffic for sure is like is always one thing but you know at this point i you know, I have my set clientele you know I, i'm not completely available for anybody who wants to just walk in you know yeah but, um, yeah, like, back to the, the location thing, you know, like, working in San Pedro, you know, there's a lot of fucking, like, you know, just bums, crackheads walking around and shit. But there's yeah. also, like, all the longshoremen that, you know, like, make a lot of money and, you know, it, it, it everything goes hand in hand. But, um... Dave, do you know any longshoremen? Uh, yeah. Actually, my, uh... One of my cousins, he is the dispatch uh, for for the docks down there. So, um... Dude. He's pretty, like, higher up, so he knows, like, a lot of people and... It, that's like the biggest question mark that I've had like living here is when I look over there or I go over the bridge dude mm -hmm. and I'm just like how the fuck are they how is this thing running like seamlessly yeah. to where I get it has its ups and downs but like how the fuck is all the products in America pretty much going through here yeah. and just making its way to like Kansas or Florida mm -hmm. or you know what I mean like New Mexico it's just amazing how much stuff <clears throat> has to happen logistically and like I've been thinking about that for the past few months. I was like, I want to get somebody that like works in that area uh -huh. and try to learn as much as I can about that. Cause it's fucking dope. Like yeah, hell yeah, man. It, it's so cool. Cause I was just telling Hannah when we were out at dinner yesterday, 
I was like, this has to be like one of the biggest like ports definitely in the world because mm -hmm. it's I can't I can't even imagine something that's bigger than this one like maybe like Shanghai China or yeah. something like that because how do you make it bigger than this right yeah it's, I feel like it's crazy like going up that bridge man and like just seeing how fucking huge these ships are and it's just hundreds of containers that they're you know bringing in like there's not hundreds it's fucking yeah. hundreds of thousands yeah, that sure, are going yeah. in there it's so cool, and like you have the truck drivers that you got to deal with. You got the motherfuckers driving the boats that you got to deal with. You got to figure out how to get it off the boat, right? Get it onto the truck, and then get it dispatched out. It's crazy. All that so that your damn Amazon coffee <laughs> mug <laughs> yep. that Hannah wants to order at three a.m. gets here on time, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Did you work today? Uh, no, I'm actually gonna go right after this. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, head out over there. So you went Carson and then down here. Oh, that's cool. So you don't, yeah, it wasn't that big of a trip. Yeah, 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 it's cool. So. Kind of on the way, so. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. yeah. So. What you got going on today after this? I got two more meetings on the day. Okay. And then luckily, I just, they're over Zoom and stuff. Like oh, the gosh. coolest part with my industry is that like post COVID, it's literally everything's like, hey, just video chat me. I'm not going to come all the way down to the office because mm. I work down in Irvine over okay. behind the John Wayne Airport in the finance okay. district over what, there. What do you do for it? Um, I basically help businesses kind of like plug the gaps in their financial planning. So it could be like business insurance or okay. like key person retention or like, you know, helping them find ways to lower their taxes, things gotcha. like that. But yeah, it's just basically like i'm kind of like a like a coach but instead of a sport it's money you okay know? so you just kind of find different ways to help people optimize what they're trying to do but yeah i got into that just had really good mentors around me people mm -hmm. successful family friends and i was like hell yeah that's what i want to do i've always been good with numbers yeah so yeah like i wasn't good at school because i knew that it was like practice mm -hmm. i was just like i want to get in the game like fuck all that like i was just at west like no this is bullshit i'm trying <laughs> to get out and then go do that and mm -hmm. basically my guy was like yeah get out of school, go fuck around for four years in college, right? Hopefully you'll come out with a girlfriend. I did, right? Yeah. And then you come see me and we'll get you like set up, right? So, you know, I'm just building a business that way right now, but oh, yeah. has its ups and downs just like yeah. everything else, right? For sure. But um, yeah, like I love it. You know, it puts us here and takes care of everything else that we got to do. And yeah, I think what the biggest thing that I do though, and one of my best qualities is always preparing for the future. Mm -hmm. I've always been very good at like seeing three years, five years, 10 years down the road. And, um, that's just like a perfect career for me. It's like, planning finances and things like yeah. that stuff that's not going to help you like necessarily today but it's vital if you do it down for the sure. road right so and it's a big concern for people man like you talk about pe money's the number one problem that like people fear more than death like they mm -hmm. say they're like hey what's your biggest fear it's not dying it's like outliving your money and then you're 90 and you're like i can't pay any bills or anything i don't yeah. have any kids that'll help like you know what i mean that's mm -hmm. a big burden to be so it's like people will go a week or two without going to the gym, right? But like, when's the last time you heard someone go a week or two without going to work? Yeah. Fucking never, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, that's that's what I'm about. But yeah, it's definitely good, like, catching up with you and just yeah. coming down. Hell yeah, How's bro. your first podcast experience going so far? Man, this is dope, you know? I, I was looking forward to it. I've always wanted to, you know, do something like this. Or like, I've even had ideas of like doing it in a barbershop and like, mm -hmm. or just like inviting someone who already has like their own setup and like, you know, to come like do an episode like you know like where i'm at or, or whatever but 
no, it, it's dope, man. It's uh, it's real chill. Yeah, I had a guy too that um, when we were in Sweden, he <clears throat> actually was he had his own like American barber shop that he was doing out there, and he was trying to like build it out. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about like doing something similar to that because there's so many good conversations, I guess, that happen. You know, as a barber, you're like, I should record some of this stuff <laughs> yeah, or bro, get like good content. But I was wondering how like it would probably have to be a body mic or something like that that would have mm -hmm. to get set up because it's so. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like I don't know how you'd be able to mute that and then still get the like content, but mm -hmm. that would be dope. Yeah, hell yeah. I'll we gotta we gotta have you come through, man. Yeah, we gotta, man. We gotta set some some up. That'll be hell cool. yeah, dude. I'm available anytime. That's my biggest thing. Is I do a lot, but I'm not one of those busy people. Like yeah, you know what I'm talking. I'm a busy person, but not a busy guy. Where I fucking schedule it out. I'm able to squeeze here, clip there. All right, let's pop it in. So because mm -hmm. I, I hate those people that are just like. Oh yeah, fucking two weeks from now I'll get around to doing it. And it's like, what yeah. are you, who were you, the president? Like <laughs> two weeks worth that you're telling me you have fourteen days, you can't get it done tomorrow? Like yeah. what do you know? Okay, or you can't get it done the day after tomorrow? It's shit's crazy, right? But yeah, man, as we start to like close this ship out with this interview, man, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you about so <clears throat> far that maybe you thought about on the way over here. You don't have to have anything, but just um, I think we touched base on the, on a good amount of things for sure. Yeah. Um, let me think. Let me think. Yeah, I'm not too sure, man. That's cool. Is there anything else that like I did my job? Yeah. Then, huh? Yeah, for sure. You, you for sure did your job. Yeah, man. I would say if you, I like it. I got a, I got a big question that I like to ask people sometimes. If you knew you couldn't fail, what is some of the biggest things that you would try to do? Damn, that's a good-ass question. Yeah. I go deep, man. I can get in yeah, there. I'd <laughs> fucking spread cheeks and just go if I need to. Uh, man, if I knew I couldn't fail. Yeah, because that's the thing, right, is with this relationship that we have with time, man, we're so young. You said you're 24, right? Mm -hmm. I'm 23. You could literally fuck off for the next 10 years <laughs> and only be 34, yeah. which, yeah, was old in your grandpa's generation, right? But, dude, we're the, the game has changed so much, right? Like, if you have a proper relationship with time, I feel like, and that's something that I have. Like, I know that I'm not going to be Warren Buffett next year, right? <laughs> but, like, there's one of my favorite Tony Robbins quotes, man, is, like, people often overestimate what they can accomplish in one year, but they underestimate what they can accomplish over the course of a lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you just keep chipping away at that, right? And you just yeah. really try to get better every single day and measure what you're doing, man. Like the amount of shit that I got coming up is just, I'm so proud and so thankful. Oh, yeah, but bro. it all started with what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, right? My shit went from this big to fucking <laughs> that big. And I yeah. was like, all right, man, this is a big goal, but where do I start, I guess? We start sure. right here, right? So it's like, what do you think? Man, uh, that's a tough one to answer, man. Because, you know, I, I guess when you hear that question, you know, your thoughts, your thoughts start to race. You're like, oh, I, want to, I could do this, I could do that, you know? Like, yeah. But I guess if you kind of really, like, dissect that, it's like, like you said, you can just open up your mind to like how many different things you can actually do if you really look at it that way, which is, which is cool, you know, because uh, I guess like, I think one like big misconception that I've been trying to understand like at my age is that, you know, I feel like from ages from like twenty three to like thirty, it's it's a very like 
what's the word? I guess it's just like a very interesting time for a man to grow up and like, you know, I think it's important for us to realize that. Hmm. I think. Yeah, take your time. I guess it's like important to realize that uh, everything will come together uh, at the right time, you know? I, I guess it's, it's hard to explain. This is a really good question, bro. This is, Appreciate it. <laughs> it's got deep. Uh, man. Uh, it's like. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck right now. It's like you. It's a crucial time from twenty three to thirty. You're saying right because you're not. You you kind of gotta do something, right? Yeah, I, I I guess it's like a it's a it's an important time where, where people start to look at you and they're like, okay, what do you have going? Like, what what is your plan? You know, and I feel like if you don't have that answer, you know, ready, people are just gonna automatically like, you know. I guess kind of demote you or like think that you don't have any anything going on, you know, and I guess it's okay to feel this way for sure because, you know, you can kind of turn this into motivation and like push it towards, you know, whatever you want to do next. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a journey, you know, like yeah. everything's a fucking journey, you know, everything. I like what you said talking about how <clears throat> it will come when, the, when like it'll, it'll come when the time's right basically yeah. and that's something that it was hard for me to kind of start to subscribe to that thought because mm -hmm. i wanted it to come today right yeah, and it's sure. like one of those things where it's like a kind of like the tide like it comes and it goes you kind of have to ride those waves in and you just have to be kind of bendy with yeah, it yeah just roll move, with the punches right? you know yeah just like that i, I think it's kind of hard for me to explain because I, I think that's something that i'm i'm like you know just recently starting to figure out and realize you know so i think it's I think, you know, just going through this whole, like, sort of feeling of, like, you know, this, that, and the other, I feel like it, uh, you know, like I said, it's part of the journey. It's kind of molding me and starting to help me figure out, like, you know, you know, why I'm feeling this way or why I think this, you know? Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, <clears throat> and I'm proud of you. And I appreciate that. Like man. I said, man, here on this show, Open Door Policy, anytime you want to come over, you know, get get the ladies together sometime soon <laughs> oh, yeah, and, that'll be you cool. know, we're always having dinners and cooking up and all sorts of stuff too but i got one more question for you as we close it out who are like two to three people that you know that are kind of local here in socal that you would like to see on this show that we could reach out to and maybe get them in the same chair that you're in okay it um, could be somebody with like a cool career that you like Somebody that, um, you know, you learned a lot from or that just is like has a cool personality. So mm -hmm. It could be anybody. <clears throat> um, I think one of my closer friends, his name is Jason. I grew up with him in Gardena. Um, I think he would be a cool guest. He has his own little, uh, I shouldn't say little. Let's, we should probably cut that out. Right uh, <laughs> man, you said it was little. All right, no, no, but, uh, he, you know, he's a graphic designer. Um, cool. I, I worked with him. Uh, about a year or two ago, I dropped um, my first uh, baseball jersey. Uh, I created that with the last barbershop I was at, but um, I think he would be a pretty cool guest. But I'm trying to think. Someone that I know you've had. 
Jamon. Yeah, nobody from West yeah. too. Nobody from like <laughs> yeah. I've got, we're, that Rolodex is done. I'm trying <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. I don't know because okay. that's my favorite thing is when we come on and it's like oh that person who I didn't know they come in as a stranger right mm. and then they like leave as somebody that's like really cool and had an awesome story yeah. and like um, you know actually my boy that I was talking about earlier who uh, I plan on going to the Puerto Rico trip with uh, he would be cool he he's a his name's Jose he grew up in Puerto Rico. I think he moved to I forgot which island, but um, basically he was a, a casino dealer. So he was, oh cool, you know, he was always he always grew up in like in the casino and shit like that. But I think he would be a is cool he guest in Puerto have. Rico? No, he's he's here now. But, okay. Um, yeah, I think that would be a cool story to talk about. Yeah, I like that. And also, your uh, did you say it's your brother or your cousin that owns the barber shop? Oh yeah, my cousin. Right? Yeah, my cousin's the owner. How is he? Is he like? Yeah, he's cool, man. He uh. <laughs> he's he's a character for sure. I feel like that would be a fun episode. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. I I like barbers, man. Yeah. Like, Do you ever have any like like multiple guests on the show? Or? Multiple guests? Yeah. I mean, yeah. shit, we can get you and him there too. Like yeah. we have three mics now, so oh, yeah. usually every show now runs me and Hannah, and mm -hmm. then we kind of just tandem and rock that way with it. But yeah, like this is it's fun doing it you and me though because this is how the show started. Because mm -hmm. I only had two mics, so it's yeah. like, and then now it's me and Hannah. So when you listen back, it'll be like you and i's section and then it'll fade out and then it'll fade into like it's called the digest and that's mm. basically like the recap like where we talk about you know what's going on we talk mm. about like oh yeah chris had you know this was going on and she's like, oh, okay cool and then just kind of fuck around and yeah. have a good time because that's the biggest thing is like we don't force medicine down people's throat like mm. i'm not the type of guy i'm not the guy that like if you don't show up to your job that already says all I need to know, basically, right? Is like, hey, Dick, where's Chris at? Oh, well, fuck, apparently somewhere better <laughs> than this, right? Like, yeah. I'm not here to hold your hand. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely help you say, hey, you need some. I don't know how to do Fuck, I'm right there for you. But, like, you, you got to at least do your part, right, in yeah. order to continue to go with this thing. So that's what I like about the show is, like, it'll be – let's say an hour long, but like maybe 10 to 15 minutes was really hard hitting. Like, yeah, oh, sure. you got deep or whatever. And yeah. then the next second I'm talking about like stripper poles or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever's going on. Because yeah. I really want to try to break that barrier of people are so like, uh, or oriented. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you can be a barber or you can be a successful shoe guy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you could be a shoe guy or you could be a hat guy, right? And it's like, well, no, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's and. I'm passionate yeah. about this. I can do that. And then I do this. And, and then, this. yeah, and a good father, good partner, good mm -hmm. this and that. And it's like, that's, and you travel a lot and do all this shit. And it's like, that's how it works, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's... That's just how I'm, I'm a big and guy. Like, I don't, there's very few things that I think there's only one way of doing it, right? Yeah. Because there's always, everybody's got their own process. And you, like, working on figuring out what your process is and what you want to do, it's super dope that, like, you're taking that responsibility on and you're trying to grow and just be the best version of yourself, right, yeah. bro? Oh, yeah. Hey, man. You got anything you want to close off with? Uh, I would actually really like to know your answer. Uh, if you knew you couldn't fail. You know, what would you... Yeah, I think this thing changes every day. The cool part right now, what I would do and what my passion is, if I knew I couldn't fail, aside from building one of the premier financial institutions in the United States of America, doesn't have to be the biggest, but we have to be really damn good at what we do. Mm -hmm. And I really want to help people achieve their goals. Build that out, right? 
dude, I really want to help plant seeds in young minds across the globe to help them understand that like, hey, you really can make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. Like you really can follow your goals and your passions, whether that's fucking, I like hockey. Guess what? Even if you don't make it as a professional hockey player, you can still help the sport grow in other ways, whether that's through becoming a lawyer, whether that's through becoming, you know, an artist or like think about how many jobs there are just around fucking the NHL, right? You can yeah. be a social media person, an agent, a this, a coach, a that, a that, the fucking mm -hmm. guy who cleans the ice, right? The guy who <laughs> yeah. sells the hot dog, like it's everywhere. So I want to help expand and expose people to like as much as they can and as much as they can learn about because as a kid man you only knew what you saw right so it's like if we can get more opportunities in front of kids then they have like a higher chance of really finding something that they're passionate about right so yeah. that could be through videos that could be through this podcast man as of right now if i can grow this podcast to uh, something that is a global presence. We do live shows. Imagine like something in Australia, something in China, something in Africa or Europe, mm -hmm. and we're able to rent out a theater and have a network of people that are all like-minded and all yeah. love to fucking just like have a good time and work hard, dude. There's nothing better than that, right? Hell yeah. What would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? Uh, I'd build a really strong family. Hell yeah. And not by blood, <clears throat> but by just the relationships and by love. You I like know? that. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm about. But that stuff gets me jacked up, you know. You want to <laughs> start going, start rolling, right? But yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That was enough for one podcast, though, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate you having me again, bro. This was fun. This was a, it was it was a, it was a cool experience, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Hopefully, we'll have you again soon when the cameras come up. Yeah. We'll, oh yeah, uh, that would be tight, man. Yeah, we'll be doing yeah. stuff like that. Well, hey, this has been Natural Thoughts and Talks. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you later. Peace. What's up? This is the digest. The digest. This is the first digest I think that I wasn't part of the episode. Yeah. You left us for work. Yeah. It's horrible. Someone has to make money here. Yep. We <laughs> had on Chris though. And he was a really good episode. Nice. Yeah, he came on, gave us some time. He's a professional barber. Oh cool. So yeah, we, he went to West as well. Did you talk about uh your barber journey? Yeah, I was like, man, I'm too good. I can't <laughs> even no. I just let him know. Like I cut my own hair and just mm -hmm. kind of connecting how soothing it is. Cutting hair, be quiet. Does he know. cut his own hair? I don't know if he cuts no. his own hair. I should ask him. Mm -hmm. But um he probably doesn't. I feel like most barbers don't cut yeah. their own hair. Well, because they have friends too. Like they'll just have a you know, the other barbers do it, you know? Yeah. So it was cool. He works down in San Pedro. Mm. We were just talking about Cutting hair and things like that. That's cool. what he's been getting into. And yeah, he's taking care of himself. So nice. It's good to see, good to catch up with old people, right? So, so you've seen him before? Like you've met him before? Yeah, you? I knew him at oh, West. Okay. Yeah, we were kind of in the same like circles and gotcha. stuff like that. Yeah, so that's cool. Nice. But um, yeah, he had listened to a few episodes, like the Coup one, mm -hmm. I think Austin's and stuff like that. So it was yeah. really good to have him on. Nice. Yeah, super good guy. We'll probably have him and his uh, girl over maybe sometime soon. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Fun. Really good people. Nice. So I'm proud of them. Yeah. But uh, what's in your bag there? Yeah. What do we got? More crap? So obviously I told you in the car that a lot of stuff at work is on sale now. Before you open that, can you acknowledge that a store called More Crap would probably be pretty good, huh? Yeah. More Crap? Um, And we got these in honestly not long ago at all, but they're on sale now for some reason. 
Which I'm not complaining about. What is it? I mean, it got wrapped. Did you wrap it yourself? They're mugs. Oh, another mug. Okay. Aren't these? There's two of them. Okay. It's two of the same ones. Aren't these so <coughs> cute? Oh my gosh. I didn't think it was going to be a mug. So you have to get rid of a mug now, right? Look. Yeah. Aren't these so is cute? Is it glass? Well, yeah, plastic, glass, whatever. Okay. And cute. why is it green? Because it's supposed to be green. Okay. I like it. And you're happy with it? Love it. I'm so happy as well. If they have two more, I might get two more. Okay. And I'll have a whole set. Oh, it sounds good. Well, as of right now, you owe me two mugs to get thrown away. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, we're not hoarding mugs, my love. We live in a small one-bedroom apartment. We don't need 19 mugs, all right? We'll see. God damn. No, it's not a we'll see. If you're bringing a mug into the house, you're going to take a mug out of the house. I love you. Anyways, at work though today. Yeah. Good day. This one lady, she um, bought some tank tops. Mm. And it's not tank top season. Right. But she was like, I just got my implants out. What? Like boob implants. She took them out? Yeah, she had just taken them out. Did you ask her how big they were before? I did not. She had the heavies? I did not mm. ask that. How old was she? She was probably in her 40s. Now, be honest. Do you think that she was worthy of like a motorboat in her heyday? Um, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, she she was like, I just took my implants out. Um, So like, she was like, some of my tops fit, but some are just like too stretched out. So she um, ended up like getting some tank tops at work. I was like, oh, wow. And then she was like, I feel so much better now that I took them out. Because have you heard about breast implant no, illness? No, educate me. What's going on? I don't know 100% what this is. And I don't think a lot of people, like it's not a diagnosed thing. So you're saying there's a downside possibly to For getting sure. your titties bigger? For sure. Okay. Um, And I've heard about this so many times before as well of... Your when you put the boob plant implants in there, I don't know if it's that your body's rejecting it or if it's the material of the implant, whatever it is. But probably a combination. It of both, basically right? um, starts attacking your body. Mm. So she was like, "I was so swollen before." Like um, where in her chest? Or like overall, like swell, like swellness. Just, mm. um, it it attacks like your immune system. It's an autoimmune thing. Like it affects. I'm gonna Google it right now. Yeah, let's see what's going on. So. Here, breast implant. Okay, here it says, breast implant illness is a collection of symptoms that may be related to breast implants. Though the exact cause isn't known, breast implant illness may be related to autoimmune or inflammatory responses. Common symptoms include fatigue, joint pain, brain fog, and rash. Oh, geez. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, all the symptoms that are listed under that illness, she was like, I basically had those. So she took hers out. Mm, I wonder how long she had them in for. She said like 10 to 15 years. Wow. Or 15 to 20. Oh, my God. Maybe 10 to 15. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so like for a pretty solid amount of years. And then she was like, I already feel <coughs> so much better. I bet. Taking them out. Um, but yeah, so she was like, I think, because she was telling me that it had been like five to six weeks. And she was like, it's like damn, like how long is the healing process? And she's like, between like five, probably around six weeks, because I'm like kind of feel better, like, a you know, pretty good now. But she was like, it's really expensive too. And she was like, even 
um, getting like implants now is so much more than when I got mine done. And she, and she said that getting hers taken out was $17,000 Okay. to like get them taken out. And then she was like, um, and she was like, but it's not always bad. Like she was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be the one to say, she was like, I loved mine for my, for the first like five to seven years. And then after that, she had started getting issues and she was like, and like, she was like, I haven't felt good in like four years, Man. like physically. Um, well, at least yeah. I feel like as more awareness um, gets spread about this. Like if she had known, maybe she wouldn't have waited four years to be like, oh, maybe it's the tits mm-hmm. that need to go smaller. Yeah. I wonder what did like, did she think it was something else? What? Well, yeah. And you also, and probably because like what she had hers in for maybe 10 years and was like, it's been working great for, you know, like seven years let's say and then you know what what are the odds that now it's causing me issues you know what i mean yeah um you know it'd be crazy um we're gonna go off on a little tangent so we're gonna have a little fun here let's say uh dick extensions became a thing like a common just as common as boob implants right and (laughs) like a guy's confidence would go up right he's like i got extra two inches on me i got extra three inches right like i'm double digits or Mm -hmm. whatever it is Double D's, double digits. Shut up. Can you hear him? It's a little bit, but all it's right. okay. He'll be all right. What if girls started shaming guys who had extensions? Mm. So, like, they get the extension, and then all of a sudden, they're like, no, no, no. It has to be natural. It has to be like, real. I need eight and a half natural. None of that extended mm-hmm. rubber bandage shit. That'd be kind of weird, huh? Like, yeah. if society switched into that. Yeah. But, hmm. Anyways. Thought about that or what? Yeah, I just thought about that. But before that, when you were talking to this lady, it seems like you had a really good, in-depth, good customer service. Yeah. Which I'm proud of you about, right? I feel like that should happen in small boutiques Mm -hmm. that are going on. You see where I'm going with this? Trader Joe's. I'll get there. Mm. But where there there wasn't like a long line of people waiting to like check their other tank tops out while you were talking to her No, she was literally the only one there. Her tits. She might have been the only one in the store. So that's appropriate then. Trader Joe's, Hannah, I don't know why they're doing this. Well, they've always been doing this, but we've been going more lately because mm-hmm. I like the lemonade and I like those little pesto wraps that they have. Mm-hmm. Baby, they really try to have a Can full you know? on. Get down. He's fine right here. Honestly, it's cool. All right. I'm cool. He He's distracting you. I'll move him though. Is he no, distracting he's you? he's fine. I just He's just a little wild, but. Yeah, he's fine. I kind of like this right now. I'm mm-hmm. laying, for the listeners, I'm laying on the couch that the yeah. guest usually <laughs> is for the first time. And Kino's excited because now mm-hmm. he's able to cuddle with me and podcast. <laughs> he's like, see, I've been telling you I can lay here the I whole time. I can be a part of the podcast. Yeah, he's fine. But baby, I was behind the lady um, who was getting her groceries like checked out already. And it was the same black girl that checks us out the last time. And they're just having a full-on conversation. Like they're, they're, they're still moving, clicking things, this and that. But... By the time things were done, like it's time to pay, it had been a good 30 seconds to like minute after the last item was scanned that this lady, the mom was just like, oh yeah. And then something about breast milk and like, I'm working on his feeding schedule and this, like, this is just shit that shouldn't be discussed at the checkout line. You need to just like scan your or shit. Or at pay. least like discuss it while she's scanning this stuff. Yeah. Like, cause you're already standing there. I get it. But like to start a conversation after you paid Mm -hmm. come on now yeah and i was like come on now and it was just it took a while because i had one item in my hand and then this you know everybody else had carts and stuff Mm. it was just it's one of those things of like just keep traffic moving that's the priority it's not customer service Mm -mm. it's let's get in and get out in places like groceries or you know when there's a lot of people i mean even at my job it's like you if if there is a long line 
we're not gonna chit chat you know we're not I'll, i'll be like did you find everything okay now if the customer wants to say something what i mean i have to respond obviously but it's not like i'm gonna be the one to be like initiating anything but if you're the only person there, that's fine. Like, we'll have a conversation. Like, what are you doing today? You know, yeah. are you shopping around? This and that. That's fine. If there's but, no line, totally. But Trader but. Joe's is always busy, too. So yeah. it's like, just move. Mm-hmm. Hurry up. So that kind of sucked. But it's also weird with like customer service mm-hmm. in grocery stores. Not that I don't like it, but what is there to talk about? exactly like at my store a clothing store i can talk about what you're buying clothes wise like oh are you going to an event are you doing this and that like that's totally different or like are you shopping anything else like you know definitely i bet it at was ralph's or it, at trader joe's it's like oh you got this salad these lemons aren't as fresh today as they were yesterday yeah like what the hell is that about mm-hmm. like no and then you're like yeah it's the same lemons like, yeah and you're like another day and it's like yeah like what do you say exactly weird mm, weird but i got a couple more things let me hear it for your job i don't really remember all your jobs but did you ever <clears throat> did you ever have a job that required like a kind of cringy uniform like because we went by the dave's chicken guy and mm-hmm. he's wearing like the polo with the dave's hat and all that or in and out let's say you have to buddy what the fuck are you doing god why are you sitting on the court yeah, he's just you know scratching what? you Go ahead and let's take a pause and put him away. We tried it. Kino, He's just not come a on. guy that should ever be. Over here. Go. Hey, go lay down. Go in the room. Right dude. here. You're not a hey. lap dog. Lay down. Go lay down. Down. Go in the room. Go. Go. Like, and then go I just have down. no sympathy. If Can you reach the door? I don't think you can reach the door. No, but I'll stop him if he comes out. Okay. Can you just close the door, please? Lay down. Close the door. Talk to you like you know. Go, go, close the door. See, look, he's already working on coming out. Yeah, it's just. I know he's not an inside dog at all. He needs a farm. But did you ever have a job where you had to wear like a specific, like McDonald's or Arby's or Domino? Because I had Domino's mm-hmm. and I had to wear that Domino's polo with like the black slacks, the non-slip shoes what uh no i never had a job like that the only thing was when i was working at the restaurant i had to have non-slip sketchers how long did you work at that restaurant um maybe two months honestly two months three months like not long at all and then you did the swimsuit shop right Mm -hmm. and And that was just like regular clothes and then h&m regular clothes h&m and then made well right after h&m made well yeah oh well no i worked at um the gym at school. Oh, yeah. You did a good run there. That one was... A, it wasn't even a weird outfit. It was just like, wear this t-shirt. And that was yeah, it. Yeah. It was like, but wear I, athletic I, wear. Yeah. But I could wear like any shoes and then leggings. You know what I mean? Like, it was super chill. Nice. Yeah. So, oh, one of the main things I also wanted to talk about was... I think we were talking about a foot fetish or something in the car. Some lady's feet or whatever. Being weird. Sucking toes. Um, <laughs> If you have a foot fetish, would it be ideal to work in a nail salon? Like, can you get a job as a, a nail tech? Ew. Do you see what I'm saying? So how creepy is that? So then that? your dick is hard at work? Whoa. Uh, I don't... There's a difference between an appreciation for a foot and But a foot rock fetish, hard. babe, is different. If you have a foot fetish, that means that, like, there, this so, really gets you on. So they say if you're feet... Just, if you just appreciate feet, you're not going to have a hard dick about it. Okay. So basically, the the fetish guy looks at feet like i look at like a nice pair of tits 
Yeah. Basically. Or could, like an ass. Could you imagine something. walking around and like the women just have their tits out at work? You'd be like, whoa, yeah. that's crazy. Right. But so what do you think? Like, is that a no, no, or what's the deal here? I mean, for your own, for, for your selfish reasons, that is probably a good place to go. But would you have an issue if your foot guy was competent and even good at his job? And no, I can't have you work there. Why? Because you're going to be touching these feet and make customers uncomfortable. What if they don't, though? What I'm saying is, what if he has a high quality? Like his name's Ramon, and Ramon is getting requested. He's like, I oh, mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm probably not going to know about your foot fetish then. Ramon gets in between the toes. Go ahead know? then. And he goes to work. Go you're, ahead, you're Ramon. You're okay with that? Yeah. As so, long as it doesn't. Uh, you know, affect your job performance. It doesn't make any customers like. So you here's know, my question worried. for you then. Let's say you're in the chair, you get your feet done right by Ramon, and then let's say like a week later, you're told like, "Oh, you didn't know that Ramon is crazy about feet." Like, absolutely, he lives and dies. It's his wallpaper. It's like his, uh, you know, he has posters on his wall. Like, you know, he's a full-on foot guy, but he's not like a creepy murderer, or like rapist or anything like mm -hmm. that. What do you think? How do you feel in that scenario? And then I have another scenario. Um, you okay with it? You're like, well, I didn't know in the moment, but now that I know, like, yeah, are I'm you just, still going to go back? I'll just be like, I'm probably just not going to go back to Ramon. Okay, got you. Now, what if it's like known? You're in the chair right now and they're just like, the girl next to you is like, oh, girl, you didn't know Ramon's all about the feet, you know? And then he's sitting there right there. You're like, going to let that continue? How are you going to feel? No, I would probably, as long, okay, as long as he's not like. It's not sexual. Groping me in, in like my toes. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Like if he is still only What do you like, mean groping? Like no, getting in like there? like being weird, like sexual with my toes. Yeah, he's not sucking them or anything like that. He's doing his job. But he's competent at okay, it. Okay, so so if I find out, I would probably seem like the same other scenario. Like, I'll let you finish it. <laughs> like, do my toes. Like, scrub my feet. And then I'll just not go back to Ramon next time. Got you. Okay. Yeah. But so my question is, is there's no sexual energy going on. This basically is Pulp Fiction. You haven't seen Pulp Fiction all the way through, right? Mm -mm. Well, basically, there's like, well, um... You know, you give another man's wife a, a foot massage, and then he's like, yeah, I do. There's nothing wrong. There was a debate. Like, there's nothing wrong with a foot massage. He's like, mm -hmm. I give my mother foot massages. Oh. And they're like, there's something sexual about a foot rub, right? Like, you can yeah. make it nice. That was it. We should watch Pulp Fiction, though. Mm -hmm. Are you down? Because I'm telling you, I get it. It's an older film, and you kind of, but it's it's timeless. It's a yeah. great film. What were we watching? Scarface. No, the other day. The other day? That was old? No, not old. We watched Black Klansmen. We watched... Do, did you, do you not want to watch the other Hunger Games? Uh, eh, I'm good on the Hunger Games. Really? I would much rather start binge-watching 1883 mm. on Paramount+. Plus. We can do that. Because I guess at the end of this month, by the time we're done with that, the rest of that last season, like the final season of Yellowstone, is supposed to be coming out. Gotcha. So that'd be good. Are you getting those deep boogies in there? Or what? Yeah. Yeah? You, they've been sitting there the whole shift? Yeah, getting a nice bit. and crusty for you. Because I can't be picking it at work. Why know? not? So it's okay to pick it right here. Oh, apparently that um, candy store at Second PCH. Yeah, it's closing down. The the one that just opened up. Yeah, kind of. It's hard Tuesdays. So guess what? It'll be another fucking mm -hmm. chicken spot or whatever. Like it's just yeah. hard. You don't have enough. Because there was we had a bunch of candy in the break room, and I was like, "Who got this?" You know. And they were like, oh, the, the owner, with the people that worked at the candy shop came and dropped it off because they're closing. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. They're less than a year old, right? 
probably. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty new. Speaking of Kino Boy, now that we kicked him out, he's killing it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. How many views does it have? Um, Let's see. He's got a nice viral reel that's at... 129,000. Damn, right Kino, now. you're going to make some money soon. Yeah, right. And he's at 1K right now for followers. Mm. Yeah, so shout out Kino underscore the Melonwall. That's right. Kino the Melonwall. And you spell it like Molly Noise. Yep. So go find it. Yeah. Got all sorts of Kino shit there. Mm-hmm. You can enjoy him without getting punched in the face. <laughs> it's like you're there, but with no risk, right? Yeah. So that's good. Anything else you want to talk about? Update me. Good shift though. Good like talk about the tits. Good talk about uh. <laughs> it is kind of funny how some customers are that open. They're open, and it's not like I felt. I mean, I kind of had to like not contain myself because I wanted to ask a little bit more questions about like how long did you have them in? When did you get them done? Like I wanted to ask a little bit more questions, but I was Why? like, like for your your sake or I'm just, just to curious, be nosy? Just be nosy. Yeah. But then I was also like, oh, maybe that's like a little personal, like. She can ask me questions, but then I don't want there being like, this girl at Madewell, you know what I mean? You know, it becomes a weird thing there. Yeah. So I didn't ask those questions, but she was like super open. Um, That's good. Like right from the start. Like, oh, I didn't even ask her, oh, did you come in shopping for anything specific? You know, I didn't ask her any of that, but she went straight to, they my don't titties. fit anymore because I just got my implants out. And I was like, oh. Okay. That's like the lady when I was running the booth that was, how's your day at the beach? And she's like, mm, I didn't want to go to this beach. I was looking for the nude beach. Yeah. I was like, whoa, uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, I like I like like openness like that, though. I think it's really fun. That's so much better than when you have someone really stiff around. Definitely. Ooh. So wait, was your lady somebody that would be like uh, attractive nude? I don't, I don't analyze that. Okay, but like was she... She is wasn't she, ugly. My lady was like a fucking... Oh. You remember the booger in the sinus commercial? <laughs> like all oh. fucking great. Yeah, she was pretty rough looking. Oh, okay. So that's why I was like, you don't want to. Oh. Nobody should have to see that. Gotcha. So, but yeah. Hey. But no, it was, yeah, it was a good day at work. Nothing too crazy. So, yeah. Got your mugs. I'm so excited. That's good. Well, like I said, it better not become a mug fucking thingy no. in here. You're fine. All right. So the kitchen's clean though. Mm-hmm. What about cleaning as far as your half of the apartment? Um, we got to move that cart of stuff. Oh, you keep saying that the cart is the reason. Hey, put the cart right here. Uh-huh. The cart's been there like two weeks now. My ba- baby. My babe. My babe. <laughs> Do you like that? My babe. My love. Yeah. Like move the cart. It's all good. Yeah. But, um, but no, I mean, I'm going to vacuum here soon. I think later today. Great. And, um, yeah. Cool. Well, clean up been a good episode mm-hmm. had a good time yes. and keep as always keep getting more people on the show and the cool part like you said is it's nice when people are open yeah we've gotten to learn like we haven't had a crazy amount of guests on yet but we've gotten to learn a lot i think mm. in the past like let's say 10 episodes just about people i think we've really taken a big jump as far as how different people are mm-hmm. just you ask them one thing and there's 10 different answers yeah and there's like some people that are super quiet some people that you can just let go and go and go and mm-hmm. i think those are my favorite guests yeah are the people where you just hit record and you go like all right what's your name and yeah. they go all right blah blah blah. and then 15 minutes 20 minutes later you're like oh okay yeah perfect perfect all right bye <laughs> do you like me sitting here is it a little weird for you no it's not weird i think it's nice because i can face you right now just sitting regular in the chair yeah i face you i'm more comfortable 
Are we're you? here than I am there. Maybe we'll like when you and I do podcasts, you'll Yeah. Yeah, we'll record right tomorrow there. right here then. Yeah. Sounds good. I want you to start thinking of some good stuff and topics and stuff and we'll uh that's your homework. <laughs> we'll do that I don't tomorrow. Have homework. I'm gonna Shut up. I'm gonna lay down like it's therapy right Yikes. here and then nod off. Yeah. It was kind of funny. He told a good story about how he fucked up this kid's well the, it was a kid's fault on the in the barber chair mm-hmm. he had an afro and he was trying to like you know the line. kid was moving or what yeah he said yeah. no the kid was falling asleep and he was oh. saying hey you got to stay awake man and he told him like two or three times and the kid nodded off and like <gasps> went down and there was a bald spot oh, no. <laughs> in his head and the kid almost cried were the parents really upset too no the dad was like hey fuck dude it happens Common sense, yeah. like stop moving what are yeah. you doing well you hope you learned your lesson and just stay up they didn't go back obviously so like he didn't they weren't like a reoccurring yeah. client but i'm sure that kid learned the lesson to fucking keep how your old ass was awake. the kid i didn't i don't know oh, but okay yeah like old oh. enough to where he didn't go to the barber shop by himself yeah you know, or young enough so yeah it's kind of funny oh do you how what's the difference between like the barbershop you kind of understand that right like you get the gist for the most part with the barbershop how similar is it to a hair salon i don't really know in terms much. of what like just kind of the experience is it sort of the same like is there music playing at all there's or? music and like we talk i mean i usually talk with my hairstylist like throughout the entire process of just random shit like gossip Okay, so if you um, go into any average barbershop anywhere in SoCal, you're going to have, like, the head guy, you know, the owner in the first chair, and then, like, let's say three chairs go, and then you have, like, fourth chair. Mm-hmm. And let's say if there's, like, fourth chair, fifth chair, sixth chair, it's always some lazy motherfucker. Like, he's a barber waiting but on his client or whatever. Uh, yeah, and he's always on his phone. Like, he's sitting in the chair. Yeah. Like, it's reclined. And there's just always one guy that, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for him. I'm waiting for him. He's eating food, and it's, like... I've seen where I've gotten my entire haircut or I've actually sat down, had to wait because the like barber's backed up, right? It's like, all right, cool. You wait 20 minutes, he finishes and then you go. And then he did my entire haircut and then like I'm, all right. And that guy hasn't moved like at all. Like, where are your clients at? What are you are doing? Are you just here to like hang out? <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't really work like that. I think. So there's no girls that are just like sitting in their seat, like Not eating really. chips or whatever? No, unless they're like eating their food in between clients. But I mean, our, like my appointment takes like three hours. Mm. So you might have, you have me for three hours and then you might have, if you even have a little bit of a break, you might have like a 20 minute break and then you have another client for like three hours, two hours, whatever. Um, so it's, I feel like barbershops are a little bit faster. So you'll have oh, like okay. multiple people and like, you know, but so to get me kind of in the quest, cause I'm cool with anybody that runs a business. I'm interested in, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if legit I could have like a guy that's like, I make tires. Mm-hmm. I'm like, tell me everything. What do you mean? Cause I'm curious like yeah. that. There's businesses where you're like, Hey, don't bring in like this guy who has libraries and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> or, or I'm like, so yeah. Like, how do you organize them all? You mm-hmm. know, how do you do this? Um, what would some salon questions be? Like what would some questions if we had somebody that owned a salon, uh-huh. What would it be like? What is the like hardest part, I guess, of running a salon or a shop or? Yeah, I mean, I think. How do you deal with all the shampoos? Like what? <laughs> I'm just trying to get the ball rolling. What? Well, it's weird because some uh, some salons are different because you like with my hairstylist right now. She still works at the one over here close to us, but then she also works primarily down in Irvine. The down the one down in Irvine. They like the salon sets the prices for the services. Mm. 
right with her in over here she has prices for the services oh i get it that's cool and then so she's a little bit more i guess independent and this she just rents out a chair or like a, a station here i get it and then she has her prices and then she pays you know for the rent to have that chair and then at the other salon i think she's more i think she's more of an employee and then she she whatever i don't know how she gets paid obviously because i don't talk about that but i think she's more of an employee and they have set prices of if you want this hair you know a haircut it costs this much if you want full highlights it's this much no matter who you go to i like that you know do you have a good enough relationship with your lady that you'd feel comfortable having her come in here yeah we're cool yeah reach out to her yeah that'd be super fun yeah i'm kind of more interested now and yeah i'm gonna find some more like girlier products i'm gonna hell yeah we're gonna do nails yeah. all sorts of stuff yeah i'm with it well i love you i love you um i got another meeting here coming up pretty mm -hmm. soon so get ready for that yeah and yeah love you love you bye, bye.